Welcome to Small Business Celebration, and we're continuing our series on small business owners that are getting the move on. And our guest this week, well, he is helping you and your business on your next adventure. This is Small Business Celebration. Welcome, where we chat with real business owners who have real success and learn from them about what works, what doesn't, and who want you to know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and it's not a train. Join us where you can learn something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. Welcome to Small Business Celebration, and our guest this week is Leland Davis, the owner of Explorer Travel and Tour. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. Thank you, Michael, for having me. I'm excited to be here. And for visioneers who don't know who you are, who are you, and what is it that you do? Awesome. Yeah, my name is Leland Davis. I'm the uh, owner and, uh, I guess, president of Explorer Travel and Tours, LLC. We are a full-service, uh, we like to call ourselves travel concierge, you know, the term travel agent is more familiar for a lot of people, but we do everything from uh, weekend getaways to European trips to corporate and even uh, large team and group travel. So that's kind of our niche and what we love to do. We're just passionate about travel and love to see everybody when they can travel when they can. <laughs> sure, sure. And if you're watching this on YouTube, we have a visitor that has just uh, joined us. And uh, what is her name? This is Susie Bear. So Susie Bear is about nine and a half years old. She's a lab that was rescued when I worked from the fire department, brought into one of our stations as a rescue, uh, had her head stuck in a oil pan of a car. She was in a litter of 11, the only female, and she was a daredevil, but uh, the <laughs> farmer that brought her in, you know, the next day I was the public information officer. Uh, he was on local media. We were trying to help Susie Bear find her a home. I knew some people that are good at helping uh, find dogs homes and then I brought her my kids saw her and we ended up adopting her and she's been with us ever since so she's a really good dog and she'll be joining us periodically through this conversation <laughs> so if you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening to this on the podcast and you hear a groan or a whine uh, that's where it's from it's from Susie Bear <laughs> and this is also the week of Christmas it is the week of Christmas and part of the reason we're here talking with Leland is because the week of Christmas happens to be a, a week where we get a lot of downloads on Small Business Celebration. And just like Santa, the day after Christmas, it's time for a holiday. So that's part of the reason we're talking with Leland here is because most small business owners are already thinking about first quarter of next year, if not in the second quarter, and it's time to take a vacation. Absolutely. <laughs> to, to get away from Christmas, and if not nothing else. First of all, what was the first thing you sold? Because being an entrepreneur is not necessarily something that's innate. Well, kind of backing up, the story was I had never used a travel agency. I was still, um, I was a new firefighter mm -hmm. and my wife and I were getting married. Mm -hmm. And I went into a local travel agency. We met a wonderful travel agent and she kind of took me through and said, hey, uh, you know, I've been to a lot of places, but I need some help here. And she came up, she did an amazing job and we fell in love with what she did. Uh, a few months later, we got married four days after 9-11. So, um, and we were scheduled to leave on the 16th of November. And so there wasn't any flights There, there wasn't any uh, <laughs> flights on the 16th of September. So, uh, and Patty, our travel agent at the time, just did 
magic. So she ended up arranging, um, since we couldn't fly anywhere, she got us a convertible. We went up to Carmel for a couple days and over to Lake Tahoe, stayed up there, did the drive, and then we were able to do a, a Honeymoon 2.0 the following year that Patty did and uh, ever since then. So about, I guess it was about 10 years ago, Patty came up to us. We'd used her on all our trips since. And she goes, you're two of my best clients. You know, I know you love to travel. Have you ever right. thought about doing this? And of course, this is when the internet was, you know, internet travel was starting to take off. And I said, like everybody, why would I use a travel agent? Isn't that, you know, from the 1950s and 60s? And, you know, she brought up a good point. Look at the stuff I've done for you. You know, I make experiences happen that you would have never found out on your own. Right. You can look at a, a website or go online. You look at Cancun. There's 5,000 resorts. They all say they're, you know, amazing five-star, you know, the best food in the world. But right. unless somebody's been there and experienced that, or maybe, you know, if somebody likes to, you know, hang out at the beach and, you know, just drink margaritas all day, you know, where they may not be wanted, wanted to stay at a resort where you're wrestling sharks and on the zip line every sure, day. Sure, so, sure, and, sure, sure. But, um, so shortly after that, uh, just we started doing, my wife teaches American Sign Language at uh, Bakersfield College, and we had, and I didn't even realize I was a travel agent before we were. We were, I was organizing some of the logistics of taking some of her students to Washington, D.C. to Gallaudet University, which is a large, the largest uh, deaf college in the world. Mm -hmm. And I had done some firefighter football and baseball trips to different cities, just kind of organizing the hotels and all that. And I didn't even realize I was a travel agent. <laughs> so my business started growing from there. And that was kind of my experience. And I fell in love. I get excited when people travel. I find some people are just like, oh, I've never been more than, you know, an hour or two away from home. Right. You know, I said, you got to break out of your box, you know, and sure. th that's what we're, you know, here to help people find. You mentioned that you, uh, and you use it in the past tense, you were a firefighter. Correct. Which department were you a fire department for? I worked for the Kern County Fire Department for almost uh, almost 21 years and I'd been a volunteer in reserve with some other departments here in California. Uh, I've been an EMT and a paramedic since 1987 off and on during that time. It wasn't consistently but right. like I still currently keep my paramedic certification you know just to to have it so you know I'm proud of that. I've always been a helper and a logistics guy that's what firefighters do and um, that was kind of a niche of mine. You know, the, I always tell people it's hard for outsider travel agents to break into the firefighter and police, you know, and public safety and sure. military world. Cause you know, we're pretty, it's pretty tight. tight. It's a tight right, knit yeah. group, even right. though we help the public, but you know, protecting your own, that's one thing, you know, I was able to break into, you know, I've, you know, I know, I know the lingo, I know the guys and you know, how to communicate that with them. And you also understand their schedules. I understand their schedules. We have some pretty, unusual wacky schedules that it's not your typical Monday through Friday and right. you know guys just you work hard long days typically most firefighters work about a 56 hour work week but right. you can be up all night long days off you're trying to catch up on sleep and stuff like that so you need those resets of like a vacation or something like right. that just to recharge because it it wears down on you you know mentally and physically after a while you started the the travel agency the travel business, the travel firm, as it were. Sure. When you were a firefighter, why did you choose to start a business while you were still employed with the fire department? It was one of those things, I guess it, it was less out of uh, 
being a job, but it was more out of a passion because mm-hmm. I, I love travel. I, I was an Air Force brat growing up, so we've lived all over the U.S., Canada, and other places. I was born in Hawaii <laughs> and have seen some great places. And, you know, I'll tell friends from work or something, have you ever been to, you know, this place or this? Like, no, I've never, you know, the furthest I've been is, you know, Pismo. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh my gosh. It's just like people, and a lot of people come, I'll see it, you know, travel shows and, oh, one of the first thing for honeymooners, their bucket list typically would be going, so where are you thinking about for your honeymoon? It's always Bahamas, Fiji, Bora Bora, Iceland, or, you know, Hawaii. just, yeah, yeah, just some, <laughs> you know, just like, okay, well, let's, let's narrow it down. You know, right. what do you like to do? Well, sure. I'm, you know, a lumberjack and I like to hang out in nature and, you know, fish and eat trout. I said, well, Hawaii's probably not going to be a good fit for you. You know, right. have you thought about the Canadian Rockies? And it's just like, I've done a lot of group trips around just the, the the domestic 50 United States, and people don't think about how many gorgeous, beautiful places are here in our country that you don't need a passport for. Right. I mean, I love you know places around the world, but there are some awesome places to go, but you never know what those little experiences right. are. And I remember traveling as a kid when my father was in the Air Force. We'd uh, you know go through some you know the Midwest and some southern towns, and they'd have the whatever it was the the frog leg festival or, you know, the crawfish festival sure. if you're down in Louisiana. It's just right. stuff like that. Like, how cool is that? You know, it's a whole, you you discover things you would have never, you know, thought to find. But people come, kind of one of my other kind of quirky gifts, I guess. You could almost name any city in the United States. I can find you at least two or three good restaurants <laughs> that I've probably been to that somebody's going to love there. So. One of the issues that a lot of business owners have is they work hopefully successfully getting their business going two, three, four, five years. And they finally get to a place where they can finally take a vacation. Mm -hmm. And this is something that burnout can be disastrous Mm -hmm. for a business. What are some of the things that you recommend that a business owner can go or even get away for two or three or four days and and be able to to unwind and let some steam off and and just turn off the phone, if possible, for a couple days and just take some R&R and get some of that energy back? I tell you, you know, people in California, Hawaii used to be relatively easy. There are COVID requirements dealing with travel these days. Right. You know, some tests you have to take, and it is kind of daunting keeping up with mandates of local areas and all that. But a couple of places, you know, outside of Las Vegas, which will, you know, some I guess people either love or hate Las Vegas. It's right. gotten quite a bit more expensive the last several years. Sure, many of the properties have initiated resort fees and just tacking on. They're they're trying to make money too, but right. it's getting to the point of like death by a thousand cuts when you right. go there. You know right. that. You may be able to get a hotel room for forty nine dollars a night, but you know when it's all said and done, meals you're going to be spending closer to four hundred dollars a night. And that forty nine dollars is only good Tuesday through Thursday. Correct. <laughs> and if on the when the planets are all lined up correctly, but true, um, right? You know, a couple of the popular places I see just from experience right now, Nashville is becoming a really popular spot for mm. a lot of my domestic travel. Um, I, I tell people growing up, uh, I graduated from high school, went to school in um, San Antonio, Texas. That's kind of our, my family's adopted home where my folks still are. Right. But the San Antonio has the Riverwalk, some of the best restaurants, the Tex-Mex, if you want dude ranches, things like that. It's an easy flight from California. There's experiences like that. There's still New Orleans, which is fun for a long weekend. If people a little bit more tropical, something like that. Right. From LAX to Cabo San Lucas is only about an hour, 45 minute flight. Really? You can get airfare, a hotel, 
rental car and all-inclusive, and people don't understand about the all-inclusive. All-inclusive, that's going to be all your non-alcoholic, alcoholic beverages, all your meals and the entertainment that they have there. Um, I've gotten trips for you know a long weekend, like a Thursday through Sunday, for seven hundred dollars a person based on really? double occupancy. Wow! Um, you know, a lot of people. One of the misconceptions about all inclusive. Now, that's not everything. I always tell people if they put their hands on you, you pay extra for that. I know that sounds a little weird, but if you're getting <laughs> sure. massages or oh, sure. excursions, things like that, you will pay you know extra right. for that. Sometimes a premium, like if you're getting the thirty pound lobster tail as opposed to the sure. shortcut, you will pay extra for that. But most all, and you know, even when it comes to all inclusives, there's different calibers. It used to be for some people more about quantity than quality of food, right. but that's changed a lot. Even um, with a lot of my younger uh, clients, they want to get a lot more value for their dollar. Right. And that's where we try to help put them in the right direction. They're a lot about the experience of food because everybody's taking pictures of their food, right. you know, trying to right. enjoy that. So we want to make sure we put them at a place that they're, you know, going to have a good time. So like I said, maybe they want to be at a location that's closer where they can wrestle alligators and the sharks <laughs> zip line. But then there's, I get the people that just, I just want to recharge reset i want to lay at the beach or the pool read my book right you know drink an adult beverage and just relax for a couple days and not have to worry about anything when we come back we're going to talk more about business travel in addition to luxury travel or escapism travel as it were but if visionaries want to get in touch with you how do they do that We've got a couple ways. We've got our website, which is fantastic. It's a beautiful website, shows a lot of travel options. It's www.set, and that's S-E-T, the number four, adventure.com. You can get me or, a hold of me or any of my agents, or our local number is 661-374-4577, and we have a toll-free number, 833-374-4577. If you enjoy a small business celebration, go ahead and like, subscribe, and notify, and leave a comment. One of the reasons we're here talking with Leland is because of a comment from a visioner just like you. And like I teased before, we're going to talk more about business travels and some of the do's and don'ts, especially during this age of COVID, when we come right back. Did you know it's that time of the year again? Tis the season for holiday portraits. Family, singles, couples and even your pets. 5x7s, 8x10s, and holiday cards with envelopes. Book now and get 25% off all your additional orders of wall portraits and prints. Call 661-243-0931 or visit us at www.redcraneportraits.com. That's redcraneportraits.com. We're here with Leland Davis, the owner of Explore Travel and Tours, and our visionary question comes from Nathan who asks, between planning for presentations and meetings, following airline guidelines and packing your luggage, getting ready for a trip can seem like a project of its own. What tips do you have to help pack, travel, and enjoy the trip to its fullest? Um, one of the things with uh, a lot of times with business travel, people get you know, they tend to psych themselves out or get stressed out a lot about the, the pre-planning can make it stressful. Mm. We help a lot of our clients with the logistics. A lot of people don't think, I found, um, we'll give them a quote for airfare in a hotel. Mm -hmm. So maybe they're doing a, they have a conference in, we'll just say, um, New Orleans. Mm. And it's going to be down uh, at the at the convention center, which is right on the, the river there. Right. But they book a hotel in Kenner because it was a, you know, nice little, you know, chain brand hotel at a good cost. But they don't realize that's about a 30 minute drive, you know, and they didn't rent a car because, uh -oh. you know, things like that. They got to smoke a deal or they booked a 
great, great deal on an airfare, but they don't realize it's like one of Spirit Airlines and they're flying basic economy. They can't pick their seat and they're going to have three connections and they're going to have a, you know, a 48-hour layover in Topeka. Or worse than that, it's a 15-minute layover, layover with cross terminals. Exactly, <laughs> and that, that happens quite often. People, sure. they, they don't realize, hey, there's only, like, it happens a lot. I know Phoenix Airport is notorious. We have a feeder to Phoenix. Right. A lot of times, we're, you're sitting at the in the airplane waiting on a, a jet bridge to come available, and like you said, you have that 35-minute turnaround. Most airlines, they consider a legal connection about 35 minutes but like you said do you need to go to the bathroom or grab a cup of coffee for your next segment so <laughs> sure. those are things a lot of times people don't think about and that's where we try to help them mm. we're familiar with a lot of the major cities the brands hey this hotel might be a better fit or you know it's right next door to the convention center plus there's some great restaurants that will be a walkable distance to you so you don't need a rental car one of the issues since COVID's been going on also right now is the cost of rental cars many of the rental cars throughout um, the U.S. and Hawaii and other places uh, got rid of their, they sold off a lot of their fleet to help save money. So rental car prices are absolutely astounding right now. They're sure. exceedingly high. It's like airfare. People still coming to me right now like, hey, I need a smoking good deal for travel. I said, yeah, you remember when we couldn't get toilet paper last year in March of 2020? <laughs> I said, that's how travel is right now because with the restrictions, uh, you know, especially for some of my non-vaccinated Clients, they, they may still require a, uh, a COVID test or um, just working around. Because right now, Mexico, uh, sometimes Dominican Republic and Jamaica, and then Hawaii. But Hawaii has a lot of loopholes, even going between the different islands and domestic right. travel. But each city's got their own unique quirks and if you have to show the passports and what have you. But we right. that's our job is to help walk them through. And you'll always have somebody. I've had clients uh, called me or one of my other agents. They'll call or text, hey, our flight's been delayed. Can you help us out? Or the flight's been canceled due to weather? They can give us a text while they're still on the plane, while these other people haven't even, you know, got to customer service. And we, hey, I found, you know, I'm on with the airline, trying to find them a way to get them where they need to go as quickly as possible. You mentioned the very high price currently in rental cars. In your experience, where is that line between using Uber consistently and renting a car? It, you know, I tell people, if you're going to be at a conference where you know maybe there are a good amount of restaurants close by, you'd probably be fine doing your initial trip to the Uber if you're going to be in and out and walking most of the time. If you kind of want to, if it's going to be spread out and you're going to be moving, you would want to consider the rental car, but you also have to consider in most major cities, parking fees are going to be really high. Um, I had some clients right now recently call me. They wanted to go to Hawaii and for a mid-sized car for a family for um, from one of the major brands, it was almost $2,000 for the week. They were going at a very busy time, but it's, wow. and then once again, it's supply and demand. It's like right. the airlines right now, they're trying to squeeze everything they can. So there are still ways to find deals. Like I tell a lot of my vacation or leisure travelers, like, oh, we want to go to Hawaii, you know, when's the best time to travel? I use the analogy, a lot of times the best time to travel is when kids are in school. Right. It sounds weird, but when does everybody want to travel? They're going right. to travel Christmas break, spring break and in the summertime right used to be like at the summer when school was out late may early june there was a little lag period in there before they start you know toward the end of june prices start going really up it's like school's out on june 7th everybody's in the air on june 8th and prices are through the roof right it's like the week of thanksgiving i tell a lot of people now like for hawaii for example me and my family did it a few years ago we took the kids out of school for a few days 
the break right after Thanksgiving until about the 20th of December is actually a great time to travel. People don't think about that. Which means you just missed it. You just missed it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people, because everybody's done their family travels at Thanksgiving and they haven't got amped up for Christmas yet. So that's, right. a, you know, a lot of the resorts we found you can get some smoking deals there. Right. But there's other times you can get a lot of people like, oh, I want to go travel uh you know, I just had some clients, they wanted to fly into Disneyland from out of state, and they wanted to go between the 25th through the 30th sometime in there of December. I said, that's like the World Series, the Super Bowl, right. and the World Cup tied into one. I said, it's not going to happen. Many of the major parks right now are also requiring reservations, but hotels are going to be triple the cost, food, everything. It's going to be exorbitant. But you wait till maybe second week of January, that's they've the come down, go. that's a time to go, you know. In the previous segment, you had mentioned that you were an EMT and that you do a lot of booking for travel. And the the vision that came into my head is the 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 scene a lot of TV shows where somebody you know a woman will be going to labor and somebody and the stewardess or somebody flight attendant will get on the phone and. Over here comes a. Is there is there a doctor aboard? Is there somebody who can help us uh, with this medical emergency? You are that person, Michael. That's actually happened to me twice. <laughs> I am not kidding. I, uh, I, I, I have people that'll vouch for me. One of my wife's trips, we were going to D.C. and um, we were flying back. I think we were flying back from uh, Dallas to Fresno, and a lady started having chest pains. Right and. It was the I think it was a late night flight, and they made an announcement over the air, and like, is there a doctor, or, you know, paramedic or nurse or EMT on board? Um, and you know, I, I went up, say, hey, I'm a paramedic. Some I, it was funny because a few flights I'll tell the uh, head flight attendant when I walk, hey, I'm a paramedic. If you need anything, just kind of keep it low key. So you know, thank you. And every time I've done that, nothing's ever happened. The two times I haven't done <laughs> that, it? it's like it's two different areas. Um, ended up helping the plate, uh, the lady on the airline. It was kind of funny because I asked for, do you have a regular oxygen mask we could use? Because she was having some chest pain, and they gave me one of the the little yellow, like the ones that fall from. They had an extra right. one, but she turned out being okay. The uh, firefighters and paramedics met us at the jet bridge, and we got her off. So it was right. great. Actually, the airline sent me a thing for a free round trip, which I wasn't even expecting. I thought that was super nice. And um, last year at Thanksgiving, we were flying to uh, see my folks in Florida. And um, a lady on a segment, I think it was between LA and Houston, uh, kind of the same thing. Oh, and there was, um, I went up there, one of the flight attendants was with her, and they go, oh, we have a doctor up here. I said, oh, what kind of doctor? He was a veterinarian. You know, I didn't sure. know if he was going to do mouth to beak or what. He was, he was trying. <laughs> so, sure. But, but I was able to help her. Um, she was quite a bit of shape. We had her laid down on the floor, and that airline had quite a good, you know, they had to verify my um, credentials, and they actually gave me the phone up front. I was having to talk to the pilot. They, we were to the point, thought they might have to do an wow. emergency divert, but we were able to get her landed in Houston, and once again, they got her off, but it was the two times. It was kind of one of those, they like, hey, we need you to pick one of these options. I won't say what airline, I, I have <laughs> right, to tell, because right, right. the story was like, no, it's okay, really, it's not okay. You have to pick one. So the options were, um, like 4,000 air miles or a $50 travel voucher. I'm like, 4,000 air miles? That wouldn't get me from Bakersfield to no, Fresno. No. I don't think that'd get me from one side of the terminal to the other side of the terminal. Right, I was sure. Like, I, was I got like, a better deal the hey, first time. I, I wasn't doing it for any, you know, sure. gift or, you know, I just, I was doing it just out of, you know, just, you know, because I wanted to help a fellow human right, being. You right. know, I'd never, you know, I've been on 
numerous relief missions all over the world with, I've been to Haiti five times since the earthquake. I was there during cholera with a group called Firefighters for Christ. We've traveled to Panama, to Mexico and doing all that. I, you know, that was kind of a passion, you know, helping people when we travel. I did a lot of the logistics, uh, you know, lo firefighters by trade or logistics, logistics kind of guys, just making right. things happen. We have to wear a lot of hats, you know, so that's what we do. And ultimately, you know, our, our goal is helping people. And that's kind of one of the things that brought me, it was a kind of a transition from helping people as a firefighter to helping people now as, you know, as a travel specialist. Well, and I already know that many of you visioneers are going to be asking for a checklist. And that are some of the things we're going to be talking about when we come right back. The reason I'm talking with Leland Davis here is because of a visioneer question that came from a visioneer just like you. They reached out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, and they wanted to know more about business travel and equally importantly, when is the best time to take my leisure travel. So if you've got a question, if you've got a thought, something you'd like to learn about, reach out to us on social media, on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, and Merry Christmas. I'm here with Leland Davis, the owner of Explorer Travel and Tours, and our visionary question comes from Connie who asks, what is the truth about planning our travel expenses and what traps should I avoid on my next trip? That's a really good question for a lot of my business travelers. Even this applies to leisure travel as well. So right. um, I know we kind of covered a little bit, but I do, um, I handle uh, the Bakersfield Condors pro hockey mm. team. I do their travel. They're part of the Edmonton Oilers. There's NHL guidelines for National Hockey League you have to abide by for travel. Right. And we got 32 travelers at a time with coaches and, and uh, players. And we've got a lot of European players with very difficult names. Um, they travel into Canada a lot to go play some of those some games. Some Russians and, too. And some Russians, right, yes. Right. Um, and Swedes and what have you. But um, over them, you know, is it's kind of a, a, a process early on. You want to make sure planning as early as possible. Mm. One, one of the things. How, that, how much time do you want to plan ahead? Typically for leisure travel, most air doesn't become available till 10 months prior to departure. That's with any airline. Um, some airlines like Southwest, they don't even release their fares till about six months typically. Mm. But with that, they've been changing. Sometimes with groups and charter, you can go a little bit further out, but there's things to secure the seats, like a group of 32. You can't just call one of the airlines and say, I need 32 seats. There is a process, because obviously they're trying to make money too. And as, uh, if you just bought two at a time, like families think about this, or I got five people traveling together, I'll book the first one now, and then the second one, but that first rate say would be 400. The next one's gonna be 450. The next one may jump to 600. Right. With a group, you would secure the same rate for everybody. There's deposit requirements. And then we have to work with the suppliers for ticketing, make sure the names are correct, the passports are correct. Passports aren't expired. I've had hockey players, they were going to Canada on the 24th, but their passport expired on the 25th. We've had <laughs> so to they do, can go, just can't come back. We've had to do rush passports, you know, things like that for clients. Uh, once again, going back for the business expenses, that kind of comes down to the type of airfare. Many of my business uh, travelers need to travel on shorter notice. A lot of them will fly in business or first class. Um, there are ways, you know, there's discounted fares they can get. A lot of times some people just throw, they'll book it on one of the online providers. And once again, we're back to, they may get the middle seat at the back of the plane with the connection for 15 hours in Topeka when they're trying to get to Miami. Right. And they don't look at that. Uh, they 
picked a rental car place that doesn't even exist at that airport. Right. The hotel is, you know, far away. So a lot of those checklists we'll, we'll work with them on. For leisure travels, tra traveling internationally, we'll go over some things initially, like making sure their passports um, are good. Some countries require your passport has to be valid for six months after the date of uh, your return back to the United States. Right. Some of them require um, a visa, not the visa credit card, the visa that you have to have to go to certain countries. Right. Um, I'd also think that having somebody like yourself or, or one of your staff keeping on top of the ever-changing COVID landscape is crucial on this. What are some of the things that you're finding that business travelers may not be able to stay on top of, especially if they're leaving country when it comes to COVID? Well, even domestic travel right now, it's kind of daunting. They just passed a few days ago uh, where you would have to have a COVID test within 24 hours. Which, regardless of vaccination? Regardless of vaccination. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, and who knows, that may change. It, it, it's kind of, you turn on the computer or the news every day, what's it going to be today? You know, let's right. spin the wheel. And just trying to keep, you know, abreast of all that knowledge and stuff is daunting, but that's some of the things. We do get a lot of the alerts, trying to update our clients as quickly as we can, um, making sure they're up to par. Because a lot of times, a, if it's a PCR test they have to do, those take 24 hours to get. That may present some challenge, and they're talking about that for domestic travel. That's going to complicate things. Um, international, like, for example, like many resorts in Mexico, Jamaica, and the Caribbean that don't have a vaccine mandate, they will give you a complimentary COVID test at the resort. They're at the resort, they'll swab you there. You get cleared to come back to the United States. Many are even offering an option if you did test positive where they some have their insurance too, in addition to the travel protection. Like if you were quarantined, had to stay there, you may get to stay in your same room. You may not, you know, can't wander around and go to the pools and, you know, the clubs and all that, but, you know, maybe still get to enjoy your room for right. the, the, the remainder of your quarantine. Then they'll, you know, arrange to get you back to the United States. And we're still working with them on all that. Now, you visioneers may not realize this, and you may want to put the kids in the room next door and close <laughs> the door, but you're talking to Santa right here. Yeah, he's right there. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about some of the fun that you have and, and what your business has afforded you in this holiday season being able to play Santa. I guess I started about, uh, it was probably about 15 years ago with the fire department. We had a program called Christmas for All. And being the Santa is kind of a, it's kind of a thankless job sometimes. We <laughs> but had, everybody loves Santa. Well, every, Why is well, that? It's the person being Santa because some days we go out, of course, here in California, it, it could still be pretty warm. And that Santa suit is not, you know, on a cold day, it's fine. But on the hot days, it could get pretty toasty in there. And then we had, I remember at the fire department, we had one wig and one beard that a lot of the guys had to share. It was, uh, was just disgusting. So <laughs> there's only so much Lysol you uh, can use for that. It was like, you don't want to follow cold sore Carl or something, you know, it's like... <laughs> So uh, one of the chiefs, I got my own wig and beard. So we started doing that. One of my favorite memories, we, um, cause you got a lot of the, we typically go to kids past uh, some of the schools with a stocking with, you know, candy bars, candy canes and all that for right. each. Um, one year we adopted some local military families. We found a group of about seven uh, Marines. Many of them were recruiters here in the local area. Right. And growing up in an Air Force family, I knew, you know, you don't always have a lot of money. So we right. got some great support from some businesses in town. I want to say we each family got almost a thousand dollars worth of stuff. We were buying nice. vacuum cleaners, beautiful uh, cooking sets, and just all, we had stuff for mommy and daddy, and we had stuff for the kids. Um, 
I know we, uh, my wife and I got some monogram. Uh, they were a Marine edition Bibles. We got with each of their names and their rank on it. That was, nice. that just felt really good. Um, last year for the honor flight program of Kern County, I got to play Santa. We, we were doing, because uh, when they couldn't go out because of COVID, they put me in a, uh, SS Camaro convertible, and it was a pretty chilly. Uh, <laughs> you Bakersfield were thankful day. you were in a Santa suit. Yes, that day because it was a little drizzly, but we did a parade of uh, vehicles around some of the nursing homes around sites around town. So that really felt good. I enjoyed doing stuff like that, and the philanthropic part has always been a part of me. That started early, you know, growing up in the church with my family. You know, we always had our our military friends, then then our friends in the different, you know, from churches all, you know, where we lived all over the United States and Canada. So it's still, I love doing that kind of stuff. But um, I have to tell you one great story when I was Santa though. This probably, this was the slam duck. One year we were out um, outside of a Walmart and kids were, we had one of our antique fire engines and, you know, I had some of my fire department elf helpers. These kids are all coming up. Hey, I want a quad. I want an Xbox 9000 and just, just, I mean, ridiculous stuff. I mean, these right, I was sure, like, sure, okay, these sure. little spoiled little kids here. Right. I had this one girl come up to me and she goes, I said, you know, I was like, hey, you know, we give her a candy cane. What would you like for Christmas? I said, that's okay, Santa. I have everything I want right here. I have my dad and my mom with me. And I'm like, Santa was speechless. I'm like, <laughs> my elves next to me are tearing up. And I just, I, and I, I typically don't break character when I'm Santa, but I had her go and said, that is one of the sweetest things. I pulled her, her father over and said, Sir, you have raised a fine daughter. I said, that is one of the most selfless things. You know, I've had all these kids asking for just ridiculous stuff. It's all about them. Her gift was just, you know, about you and the family. Just, you know, I was like, and, you know, I said, if I could, I, you know, we would give you everything we had right now. That was when it, and that's when it felt, we were all just like, that's why we do this stuff. So that was awesome. What makes you wake up every morning and open your business? People can, you know, a lot of people are under the assumption a travel agent, uh, you know, we just flying around, you know, first class in private jets, drinking margaritas and martinis on the beach everywhere, um, which, you know, it does happen sometimes, but not all the well, time. Well, you <laughs> do have to test the product before you I, sell it, I do it, have right? to test the product. But it is a lot of people to understand. When you go to work, if I go to a destination, a lot of times I'm always thinking about what are my clients going to want to see. Right. Um, there, there was a day one day, I think we must have looked at 13 properties in one day. And each property, they want to show you the spa, the gyms, there you know, 18 types of rooms and all the pools and restaurants and stuff. And it, it's you're, you're exhausted. You just can't wait to get back and just go to it. But um, I love travel. And I think people, like I said, you know, people are afraid to come out of their shell. Like I said, those, those people, oh, you know, it, it's too hard or, you know, the flight's too far. I remember when I went to Australia, I'm 6'3", and I always tell people I'm a smudge over 220. I said, what's this? <coughs> <laughs> I'm a big guy in a plane. I, I flown economy. I wasn't flying, you know, business class in the lie flat seats. I made, um, the longest flight was coming back from Africa to Atlanta, Johannesburg to Atlanta, almost 18 hours. Wow. It was, it was a long flight, but... The experience I had over there was incredible. We, we, we got to teach a lot of firefighters and experience, but we saw some of those beautiful places. I saw elephants that were, the, the elephants in the zoos here in the US are tiny compared, I mean, the torse, right. the, 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 the you know, the bodies of these elephants were bigger than our minibus. Um, seeing Victoria Falls was incredible. I mean, it's one of the seven wonders of the world. Right. Flying to Australia, I was kind of, uh, when I went down there uh, just before, I think it was the end of 2019, uh, I was, I didn't know what to expect Australia. I've always wanted to go there. 
Um, but I was expecting, if you've ever been to England, I call English food beige, boiled, and bland. They're not known for exciting food. And I was expecting that in Australia. We got there, some of the most awesome people I've ever met, some of the most beautiful scenery anywhere. And I tell you, I had a couple of the best meals I've ever had in my life. I said, that's why I wake up. I said, I want people to go experience that. Even my wife and I, we recreated after our 9-11 experience. That's why I knew you know, I was never not using a travel agent again because the next year, Patty, we did a um, Victoria and Vancouver, British Columbia. We did a train up to Jasper Park Lodge in the Canadian Rockies. It was like the fairy tale. And that re recreating that experience for other clients, that's probably our number one you know, destination I sell now because I, I recreate that for other people. And they're like, that was the best trip I've ever taken. So that's why. Leland? Thank you very much for joining us here on Small Business Celebration. If visitors want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Once again, they can reach me at 661-374-4577 uh, at my email. I'm on Facebook all the time, Leland Dale Davis on Facebook, and we got Explore uh, or Set for Adventure uh, on Facebook. And, and spell and, and out on Set for Adventure. And for once again, oh, so Set, it, it's S-E-T, like you're setting something, the number four, adventure.com. Well, Leland, thank you very much for joining us this week, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Michael. Thank you very much. And I'll be right back with my final thoughts. Did you know it's that time of the year again? Tis the season for holiday portraits. Family, singles, couples, and even your pets. 5x7s, 8x10s, and holiday cards with envelopes. Book now and get 25% off all your additional orders of wall portraits and prints. Call 661-243-0931 or visit us at www.redcraneportraits.com. That's redcraneportraits.com. Giving gifts to children. Back in the 4th century in what is now modern-day Turkey, there was a bishop who developed quite a reputation for giving gifts to the poor. And in fact, on three separate occasions, he raised money for dowries for three very pious women so that they would not become prostitutes. And he became venerated by the Catholic Church and eventually became a saint because of his generosity and his spirit of gift giving. And in fact, on his naming day, which is on December 6th, it is tradition to go ahead and give gifts in his namesake to celebrate the generosity of what we have. Martin Luther, later on, moved the date from December 6th to December 24th and December 25th so that the spirit of gift giving, giving gifts of what you've been able to accomplish, what you've been able to afford to your children, became a tradition, became celebrated. And we celebrate his namesake today. His name is Saint Nicholas, also known as Saint Nick, later known as Santa Claus. I hope you enjoyed our conversation this week with Leland Davis, the owner of Explorer Travel and Tours, and I hope you learned something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business, and we'll see you here again next week. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you might find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. 
If you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to the Small Business Celebration podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. Also, if there's a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on LinkedIn and Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.